0: This podcast was created as a part of Podcast Lab by India Fan Project in association with Anchor by Spotify. So hello everyone, and swag se swagat hai ka Teen Teenbook India ke podcast the Incognito mode par. I am your host and those Gisha. Aray wahi the one who talks to you about all the stuff you have to go incognito for. But bro, ab uski koi zarurat nahi, cos the Incognito mode is here. Aaj bhi hum baat karne wale hain puberty aur usse related change ki aur aaj hai so today we'll talk about a change that happens to boys when puberty baba comes calling now as you would remember from my previous gyan puberty is jab hum apne childhood se pokemon adulthood through physical and emotional changes and as many of these changes are related to our sexual and reproductive organs. Why? Because broad, during puberty, one of the things that the body does is prepare for reproduction. And in males, this means the development of penis, the production of sperms, and the start of that funny feeling called erections. Oh, i erections. <laughs> Guys, I you It's 2021. So, piku Anyway, I know I have a little of but in episode, mein, I will share lots of fun gyan on penis, sperms, and erections. We will also speak to Dr. Nivedita Manukaran, who will share her tips on maintaining penis health, as well as how to manage those unpredictable erections. But listen to this voice message I got from my buddy. Let's just call him A.
1: Hi, Disha. Yeah. It happened again this morning, when I house time. I felt the same sensation in my shorts. Fahee, that I told you, my penis felt tight and a little erect. It happened on Sunday also, when I was watching a movie with Shriyas. Why is I don't know why is this happening. Is this normal? Hai? Should I talk to someone about it? I could talk to Bhaiya but uh, I don't think he's the right person Mazakura Papa it might be embarrassing. And Google I'm not sure about Google. It will take me to a million awkward places. I'm not sure what to do. Can you help me out?
0: Of course I can help bro. That's what Teenbook and I are here for. The feeling that you are experiencing these days is called an erection. An erection is when the penis feels hardened, enlarged and tends to stand away from the body. This happens to boys even in childhood but begins to occur with frequent regularity from 11 to 13 years of age and is a sign of puberty. So this is normal, okay? Now relax. Karne ka. Almost everything happens. But you will ask, my lord? So this is how it is, let's Let's begin by understanding a little about the penis. The penis is a male organ used to pass urine outside a male body. Yes. So what was I saying? Huh. Penis is also a sex organ that helps carry sperms out of a male body. Sperms, dude. Worms, nahi. Ab ye sperms kya so, sperms are tiny reproductive cells that are produced by a male body in millions. Yes, dude, millions. Now, when a sperm meets an egg from a female's body, they come together to make an embryo, which then takes another 9 months in a female's body to become a baby. So, just like a female body begins to produce eggs during puberty, and hence menstruation happens, a boy's body also begins to produce sperms. TK bro, you are with me na? So now sperms are released from the body through a white sticky substance called semen. During puberty, the body begins to prepare semen. It then also practices for the sperms and semen to be carried out of the body. Erection is a part of this process. During the early years of puberty, the body begins to practice these erections and that is why we get the spontaneous hardening of the penis. Or, if you need a more science, check out the article on erections on Teen Book. Usually this process, an erection, doesn't last more than a few minutes. I know, I know, it doesn't feel like just a few minutes when it happens in the middle of your sports or drama practice, right? So let's talk about that feeling now. What can you do about those erections? How can you manage that feeling better? Also, now that your sexual organs, that is penis, scrotum and testicles are developing, what can you do to keep them in good health? So, to talk about all this and more, Igbar bar fir se welcome my colleague Aarti, who talked to Dr. Nivedita Manokaran, a dermatologist, venereologist, and a clinician in sexual and reproductive health.
2: Hi, Dr. Nivedita, welcome to the incoctino mode. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Right. So let's get started with the first question that we have for you. Uh, What are erections and why do they happen?
3: Yeah, okay. So the penis is a muscle, and it is highly rich in blood supply and nerve supply. So when a boy gets, let's say, sexually stimulated, sexual stimulation, impulses from the brain actually go and stimulate these nerves. And what happens is it relaxes the muscle there, and then there is a gush of blood into the penis, which then makes the penis really hard. And firm, and that is what an erection is. It can last for about let's say a few minutes, even to up to 30 minutes. It can go away on its own, or it can end after an ejaculation. So that's pretty much
2: erection for you, and that's how it happens. So, uh, when these fe- when do these feelings start happening in boys? Well, I think ere- erection is a bit funny because you know erections can happen in very
3: young babies as well because if we have noticed you know in little babies when we're trying to change the nappy sometimes you can really see that their penises are getting hard or taut and pointing really up and not really soft and flaccid so those kind of erections can actually happen even in really young babies it can happen around the age of three or four in boy kids um when their testosterone is again, you know, increasing. And so it can can actually happen in that age as well. Typically, when we're talking about puberty, or boys, when they're, you know, erections, when it comes along with uh, sexual pleasures, or sexual arousal, or ejaculation happens around puberty, somewhere around, let's
2: say, 11, 12
3: years now, and it can go up from there.
2: Right. Uh, So what can uh, adolescent or teenage boys do to manage these erections without feeling very awkward or embarrassed? Right. Look, I think it's very important
3: for boys to understand that erection is a normal process of puberty or normal process that happens in a boy's uh, physiological system and that is what is important and I think that is where our sex education plays a role because a lot of the times boys don't know what to expect along with the puberty you know they either have to google they either have to worry about something that's happening to them and then they have to google to find out whether this is okay uh, because lo- these things especially when when it comes with your genital area or sexual areas people don't even talk about it anymore so they're very uh, conservative they find it very taboo so I think that is where sex education comes in place where we are trying to uh, explain to youngsters the changes that their body will go through as a part of puberty and I think that is when we can make them understand that having erections is normal and that it is okay uh, I'm sure you know it, it is it gets a bit awkward if erections happen in places that you don't want it to happen, or it is happening in a public area, and then we can probably teach them different ways of, you know, having to how they can probably find a restroom, go into a toilet, just wait for it to go ease off, and things like that. If it's happening in your private space, and if it is happening secondary to either you masturbating or when you're sleeping, and things like that, it's actually really okay. There's nothing to worry about. That is a normal phenomenon, and that is what we actually have to teach. Uh, youngsters and reassure them that it is normal.
2: Great, thank you. Uh, Let's talk about wet dreams now. What are they and should one be worried about them?
3: So definitely no, that's the short answer. So what wet dreams are is usually in your sleep, your brain is still functioning, your sexual organs are still functioning and you can have a sexual arousal when you're sleeping and when that happens, That arousal can either end on its own or it can end with a little bit of an ejaculate coming out. And that ejaculate that comes out when you're sleeping is the wet dream. You know, your underpants are wet or your PJs are wet when you wake up and you're thinking, oh, my God, what is this? What has happened? So that is your bed dream. And that is, again, absolutely normal. It's a normal phenomenon that happens in young boys. All the time. It's very common. And as you grow older, it gradually decreases in the number of times it happens. And eventually, it kind of stops, you know, when you grow into an adult, let's say 25, 30 years old, it doesn't happen anymore.
2: So it's something that they should just ride out and it's going to be okay. In- no, it's something again to
3: educate them saying that it is okay. That's something that's natural. It happens. Bed dreams happen in boys. You have erections and you have ejaculation when you're sleeping and that's okay. And that's not an abnormal thing. It is not something that you need to go uh, and get treated for. It is not something that has to be fixed. Oh my God, how do I stop? No, no, it's, you can't stop it. Um, it's not like it's something wrong and you need treatment for it so you don't
2: need to go and get treated for it or anything like that um, so yeah so that's that so let's talk about the other side of it now if someone is 14 mm-hmm. 15 16 and hasn't experienced erections yet, or falls, or uh, ejaculations is that normal uh, and is there a point when, where one should consult a doctor well
3: see if you haven't experienced wet dreams and wet dreams is not something that's happening to you that's okay that's not something that you have to be concerned of because wet dreams may or may not happen it's not definitely that everybody needs to have wet dreams but at the same time if erection is common erection is something that probably by the time you're 15 16 you would have experienced at some point so if you're extremely concerned and if you're having other things things like example if you're having man boobs if you're not having you know underarms if you're not having pubic hair if you're not having chest hair so if you're having All the other associated things that are not, which are meant to be happening in puberty that are also not happening, then yes, probably it is worthwhile going and getting checked from a doctor as to what is happening with your testosterone levels, are things okay, what else could it be, or is it just a slow growth process and all of that. In fact, it's even reassuring for yourself and the parent that that that's okay you know and I think it is important to also tell the you know youngsters there's nothing to feel embarrassed if something is not happening the way it should I mean it's easy for me to say and I understand but you have to find a parent or you know that you can really go and talk about this because sometimes sooner we go and check on things the better the outcome of treatment is or whatever it is so if it is if you feel like you know you're secondary sexual characteristics are not developing or you know you're you're worried about the penis erection you're worried about your chest hair man boobs whatever it is it's hard after a certain point for you know a parent to actually keep an eye on because kids get very uh, private you know they don't shower them anymore Uh, they don't go into the private space they try to give them some space to get dressed and stuff like that so it's hard and easy for the parents to actually miss these things so I would like to encourage the kids I mean yes you don't have to talk about this to the whole world but you need to find a parent that you can actually go and say I'm concerned about this so you can go and get it checked earlier than later.
2: So that's excellent advice talk to a parent or a trusted adult uh, if you are uh, thinking and feeling that experiencing there may be something anything. wrong. Yeah. Yes yeah yeah. What are your some of your other recommendations to boys experiencing growth of penis genitals and going through puberty? Perfect. I think it's
3: very important for boys to understand what puberty is all about, and and it is important to say that you know the characteristics, secondary sexual characteristics, like your voice breaking, or increase in size of your you know Adam apple, and having acne, having hair loss, uh, having pimples on your back, on your chest, having excess hair on your back and chest, ha- starting to grow hair in your underarms, starting to smell. Uh, You know, your sweat starting to smell and having that odor, uh, growing pubic hair and, you know, genital hair, all of these things are part of, you know, puberty. So it's very important to teach young kids that this is what puberty is all about. So they don't freak out or they don't worry about things and those changes that are happening to them in their lives. So I think that is very, very important in puberty to make them understand that this is normal and that's okay. And they go through it and that's fine I think genital hygiene is also something very important that we can probably address with young boys so as they're growing older we have what's called the smegma which is just the oily substance uh, or the oil uh, with the sebaceous gland secretions that are there you know on the top of the tip of the penis especially if you're uncircumcised it is very important to you know, pull your skin back be able to retract your skin just wash it with water dab it dry and put, pull the skin back so in that way we are also teaching youngsters that if you're unable to pull your skin back if it is tight or if it is starting to cut or tear when you're trying to do that then it definitely needs to go and you know you have to address a doctor about it you don't necessarily have to think that it is a problem but it because the skin is there and there are things that are deposited under the skin it is nice for it to come back and for us to clean and in the long run if you're unable to clean it or retract the skin you just might be in a hygiene you know issue kind of stuff so it's good to go and show it to a doctor to make sure that what's going on so it's important for boys with. You know, foreskin to understand that, you know, retracting it and keeping it clean is important. And if you don't have a foreskin, I guess that doesn't matter. Uh, And once I say this, people always say, so which is better? Should we have a foreskin or not? Either or actually doesn't matter. Foreskin is there and it's there for a reason. And if you just leave it as is, that's perfectly fine. But I do know that a lot of times post skin you know is removed or circumcised for cultural reasons and that's fine as well and it is also done if somebody in the younger age is prone to repeated infections repeated UTIs then kids do tend to get circumcised so all of those things are actually fine if you're circumcised then your hygiene is easy because you don't have a skin you don't have nothing sitting underneath the skin so that becomes easy if you're not then you got to be aware you know how your genital hygiene and how to keep it going. So again, that is something very, very important. And to all young boys, whether, you know, if you're starting to actually... Like someone or, you know, getting sexually active or anything like that, condoms are your best friends. Not only are you taking responsibility in terms of pregnancy and stuff like that, because I want young boys to understand that, yes, you might be really young, but when puberty kicks in and you're starting to have an ejaculate, ejaculate does have sperm and it is quite fertile. So yes, you do have a tendency to make people pregnant if you're having unprotected sex. So if you're starting to have sex or explore in that way, Using condoms is very, very important. And again, always get tested or go and check with a doctor or talk to someone if you're worried or concerned. Please don't keep it within yourself and leave it till it's too late. I can't emphasize, on that enough, because I think that is what youngsters do when it comes to sex, because we kind of live in a society where we are judging youngsters for being sexually active, rather than accepting that at an age of puberty, when you have an extremely high hormonal surge, is when people are actually highly sexually active. People are not really uh, very sexually active when they're 30 let me tell you it's probably between the ages of you know around 14 15 even uh, and to the ages of 20 to 25 that's actually when people have a high hormone surge and feel extremely sexually active rather than after that. Um, so I think it's high time we all have to understand and support youngsters who are Feeling that way, or doing whatever they're doing, so that they do it right, they do it clean, they do it safe, um, and yeah. So this is these are some things that I would like to tell youngsters of today. Again, if you're feeling forced or if you feel like anybody is behaving inappropriately to you, you have to understand that sex or sexual pleasure has to always be consensual. That's a very, very important part because sex is pleasurable and you have to agree to experience that pleasure. These things are very important points. So if you feel like somebody else is forcing you, you don't feel comfortable, you're actually not enjoying it it's not okay and they have to stop it. Again, you have to find a adult, any adult. It could be your teacher, it could be your grandparent, it could be your parent, it could be anyone to say that this is what is happening and help you stop it rather than thinking that if I talk about anything sexual, people are judging me. Um, and yeah, so that is very important that you go out and say no to people forcing you to do anything that you don't like. So yeah, so these are something that's very important for youngsters to understand these days.
2: Uh, that's excellent advice, Dr. Nath. Thank you. Uh, any other genital health uh, advice for uh, teenagers? You spoke about penis, but what about testicles, scrotum? Is there anything special care that they need to do? No, nothing. I think you should just leave it alone and that's fine. And with your pubic
3: hair, again, some people may want to keep it trim and short. You can use a trimmer and shorten it. I usually don't advise people to shave it because when you shave, you have cuts, uh, you have infections happening. And when the hair is coming back, it causes follicle infections and stuff like that. So I'm not a big fan of shaving and I don't advise people to actually shave but you can use clippers and go as short as you want if you want to keep it tidy but if you don't and you want to just leave your pubic hair like that that's absolutely fine there's nothing wrong or dirty about it and that's okay too other than that you don't need to do anything to your genital area Uh, the other important thing is you have to understand that everybody's scrotum between the thighs and gentle area are darker than rest of the body. So if you start finding that, you know, there is your skin in your gentle area, your scrotum, everything's changing in color from what you wear when you were a child, that's absolutely fine. And that's normal as well. So you don't need to worry saying it's getting darker. You don't need to use products to lighten it or anything like that because they are very dangerous and harmful for the skin. Uh, so the best ways to understand that, yes, the skin down there, everything down there is much more darker than the rest of your body. And that's okay. And
2: that's normal. Last but not the least, I wanted to check with you on a myth that often grows with age. Penis size. Mm-hmm. Does it yes. matter? Is there an ideal size? And what do you wo- advise boys who worry about the size? All right. The, fir- the
3: first thing I would like to say is penis size does not matter. N- definitely does not matter when in when it comes to sexual pleasure or pleasurizing someone. Let me be very clear about it because penis is not the only thing that you actually use to pleasurize anyone during a sexual encounter and we have to understand that. The, s- the second thing is an average size of a penis can be somewhere between, you know, 4.5 to about six to seven um, uh, inches and that's a there's a wide range and that's okay too. Look, I mean, it's not about the penis size. It's sex is more about a lot of things. You know, it's about intimacy. It's about pleasuring in different way. And you have so many parts of your body. There's kisses, there's hugs. You have hands, you have tongues, uh, you have your mouth. You have so many things that can actually give sexual pleasure or take sexual pleasure from each other. And the penis and the ejaculation and the orgasm is probably the last bit of the whole uh, drama. So I don't want to actually. I, I will tell people don't concentrate on that because that's not everything at all. Just because somebody has, let's say, I don't know, a long, large uh, dick, it doesn't mean um, that they are going to be good and bad, or they are going to satisfy a woman, or it doesn't mean anything. Size of the penis actually doesn't mean any of those things. It's actually how you feel or what you want to do, and all the other things that you can do around a sexual encounter. So enjoy it. And, you know, get involved with your partner, communicate as to what you want, see what they want and make sure that, you know, they are feeling pressured as well. So It's a a mutual thing, you know, all those things. So that's important. The size of the penis is the least of the concern, really.
2: Thanks a lot, Dr. Novetata. You've cleared many of our doubts and a lot of questions that boys often think about. Thanks very much. And thank you for joining the Incoctina Mode. No worries. Thank you so much for having me. It's been an absolute pleasure.
0: So after listening to all the gyan from me and a very cool dog, do you feel relaxed now? Well, give it a try. Because that's the one thing that will help you manage puberty as well as those uninvited erections. Because bro, now you know that erections are a natural, physical process that takes place. And it gets over pretty quickly too. But only if you stay relaxed. Try and focus elsewhere when it happens. Pick an activity like going out or just listening to music. And this too shall pass. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Incognito Mode. We will see you next time with yet another topic that you won't have to go incognito for. Until then, take care. Bye.